0: Thank you Vaughan, for taking us around the world in 2 minutes Lagos right. let's bring you Balogun broad you earn a living. You probably own a business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you?
1: Today on the show, the billion-dollar valuation of
0: Balogu and Broad does. Let's talk about the stock market and Alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded an all-time high of... And Balogu Street. The maximum will spend on fuel, is on... On Balogu and Broad, Wednesdays at 5. How will the candidate's proposed policies affect your business? Yes, you are a voter, but you are also a business owner or business manager. a worker in an industry and this is the realest business show on radio. On Balogun and Broad, we talk about how the issues in the news affect businesses of all sizes and the people who work for those businesses. I am Sandra Ezekwassili. Welcome to Balogun and Broad and uh, we've got a business hard fact for you today. According to EFINA's 2020 financial services survey, there were 46.4 million small businesses business owners in Nigeria 46.4 million small business owners in Nigeria so there are tens of millions of you who apart from being voters are also business owners and that means when you're deciding how to cast your vote you are not just thinking about the personal policies like security healthcare, education you're also thinking about your livelihood, about how each candidate's policies could affect it. Because policies affect business. We closed the border for years and years. It did a lot to a lot of businesses. So today on Balugu and Broad, let's talk about some of the campaign promises that um, the candidates are making to the business community. We're going to assess the pros and cons. We'll talk about Atiku's plan to encourage real estate developers to build low-cost housing. And then we'll talk about P2OB's plan to mechanize farmers by reviving the Bank of Agriculture. And apart from these specific policies, I want you to tell me what your industry needs from the next president. If I, i don't know what kind of businessman or businesswoman you are um what kind of business that you're into but what do you think your industry needs from the next president Men, call me on 700 993 993, 993. Women, call me on 01465-7190. But before I come to your calls, first of all, Lagos, let's talk about Atiku and housing. Now, you know that, of course, there's a housing deficit. There are not enough real estate developers building low-cost houses that the average Nigerian can afford. Um, developers say that it's because it doesn't make business sense for them. Atiku says that he has a plan plan for that if you're watching our live stream you can see him talking about it at arawa house but if you're listening on your radio i'm playing the sound for you right now
2: right now if you are talking about housing there is an oversupply of housing in abuja you know why simply because there is money laundry but the oversupply of housing is not housing that caters for the ordinary man, for the poor man. What you can do is to identify those investors in housing. Come. Yeah, you are building houses for medium and high income groups. I want you to build houses for low income. These people who don't have houses. If you build, if you build the houses, I will give you a tax incentive. I will give you this, I will give you that. They will do it. They will do it. The point is that, well, you, uh, I, I don't mean if I'm approaching governance like a businessman, I am a businessman. But governance nowadays is managing business. If you don't know how to manage business, don't get involved in governance. Mm. Because you will be a failure.
0: First of all, do you agree with Atiku that money laundering is the reason why developers are focused on expensive estates in Abuja? developers who are listening to the show, I want to hear from you because they say you are laundry money. Is it true? But are there not other explanations, other business explanations? I mean, if low-cost housing were profitable, wouldn't money launderers do it as well? So isn't it more likely that The market is broken in some way. For example, let's say that you want to build very cheap studio apartments. Studio apartments are self contained. That's what you call self contained here. Let's say you want to build dozens of self contained in a block of flats to keep the costs down. What's the cheapest unit cost of one of such flats? I'm talking about the cost of construction, the cost of the land it's on, all of that. Then let's look at the average salary that a Nigerian is making. Can the average Nigerian afford to buy that cheapest of the cheapest houses without a mortgage or some other financing? I think that's the real problem, but maybe I'm wrong. I really want to hear from the experts. If you're a developer, I want to hear you know, how you're thinking about this. But Artikel has a plan. He believes that if government gives tax breaks to developers, they'll agree to build those cheaper houses. Now, I don't uh, want to talk about the fiscal side of things and whether or not government will be able to afford it. I want to talk about the business policy side. Do you think tax breaks could incentivize real estate developers to start building cheaper homes that more Nigerians can afford? Do you think that that could happen? again, if you're a developer, I really, really want to hear from you. I want to know how much of a tax break you need as a developer to switch from luxury homes or high range homes to low cost housing. And like I asked before, I also want to know what the actual costs are. We need good numbers so that we can properly assess this thing. You understand? So what does it cost to build a low cost home? What does it cost to build a luxury home? What's the cost difference to a developer? Do you believe that enough Nigerians can afford even those cheaper homes? What do you think about Atiku's housing policy suggestion? If you work in another industry, what do you think that the next president should do for your industry, for your business? 0700-993-993-993. 700 993 993 That's for men. Women, call us on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. We've got WhatsApp too. Share your thoughts on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is O'Salken.
3: Um, the truth of the matter is that, I don't think the cabinet is as, as, as expensive okay. to discourage uh, uh, developers or like, to encourage developers to, to build for um, the, the low-income earners. Mm. Now, what really drives um, um, expensive areas of cost of housing
4: mm.
3: in most uh, urban areas mm. is lack of good infrastructure. Mm. I'll give you an example. Let's take a Lagos example now. Okay. Because of um, lack of good uh, road network and maybe railway,
4: mm-hmm.
3: everybody tends to stay where um, they're experience to their own mm. which are considered in some areas, like on the island, um, the Kedja area, maybe Yaba area.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: If you look at those areas, you feel like that others are in those areas. Okay. Now, if you go to Toulouse, um, maybe Egberda, areas. Mm-hmm. a little bit cheaper there. Okay. So if there is good infrastructure and people can move from maybe from Badagri in the morning, okay, their to their office. Mm-hmm. People will, people would will decide to move there. Now the so-called um, we have another option and to reduce their cost, their price. First of all, you have to remember that the state government that determines. Um, like the cost of the cost of the, the building, okay, maybe, and the result of maybe uh, um, the charges of uh, maybe family, family, CFO, various taxes. Because I, I, I'm a, I'm doing a project in Lagos, and I can tell you now I know why houses in Lagos are very expensive. Mm. The bottleneck is very very difficult, okay, tedious, okay. Like that like now, I, I, I pay taxes, okay. but do you know that when I want to do my business I mean, they say you can pay a tax of two million. Okay. I said I want grant. They said I'm not paying good, uh, uh, I'm not paying the tax. Okay. When tax. When, when I was getting some people came from local government and said uh, you have to pay for grant fee. Mm-hmm. They have to pay for the tax. When they came, everybody came. So, are you going to tell me that when I after doing that, I will not go? I, 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 I will go. To, I'm going to
0: give him cheap. And do low No, mm. no, it's, it's not possible. Mm. Those are the, those are the, so, we,
3: so, we need to. We need to be realistic. So the only the only way is to develop the infrastructure very well. Okay. Let there be good schools in, in the in the rural areas. Many okay. people. I don't like to stay in uh, in the in, in the urban areas. I prefer location.
4: Right. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, 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 I can't do that because my children
0: need to go to school. Right. I need to go to the office. Right. So those are the issues. Okay. All right, then. Thank you so much for calling us. Very great insights from that caller there. 99.3. Hello. Yes,
5: yeah, Sandra. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
5: Yeah, this is uh, Paul from Egueda.
0: Hi, Paul. Welcome.
5: Yeah, welcome back from your long leave. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I hope you bought chocolate.
0: Yes, I did. I did.
5: Okay. Now, Sandra, back to this issue. Very, very sensitive and important issue. Okay. Now, when you're building in Lagos, um, you go to the housing um, department, Mm -hmm. the laboratory aspect of the department, Mm -hmm. they will ask you to pay for the testing of uh, the soil, the water, whether it's salty water, they will ask you and make a uh, prescription of the kind of... Uh, prescription of uh, the iron you will buy. Right. Then you will bring those items, the sand, the granite, the water, the soil, to their lab. Right. For testing. Right. And then you pay. And it's not... This payment is not 10000 It's not 20000 Okay. By the time you finish this, you are spending over half a million. Right. Then you go for approval. Approval may cost you nothing less than one point to two million. Okay. You have started your building. Then you go to local government. By the time you finish with local government and getting all this documentation. Who are spending close to 3.5 million. Hello?
0: Yes, I'm here. 3.5 yeah, million. Before you
5: start your building.
0: Mm-hmm. So, the government
5: that is going to come in or whoever I'm going to vote, mm-hmm. should reduce taxation. Okay. We are suffering in Lagos. Okay. Multiple taxation is causing the high cost of... Uh
0: Oh, sorry about that, Paul. But again, taxation in Lagos, that's in the purview of um, the Lagos state government, isn't it? Is, is that something that the federal government uh, should be getting involved in? The federal government has its own tax. The state government has its own taxes. Um, if if there's multiple taxations in Lagos, that's within the purview of Somolu or Barrebo Roads or Jandor or whoever else wants to be, a Doherty uh, who wants to be governor in Lagos, isn't it? You know, so I guess we can expand the conversation uh, beyond the presidential candidates. Uh, We've got Prince from Games Village in Abuja who says, Sandra, what he said now is the truth. We have so many uh, empty estates here. I mean, so many. Shola from Ogba says... Sandra, I'm a logistics operator. I want the president to correct the issue of Nipos with logistics companies. NIPOST has been the regulator of this industry and now they are also in business. How can you be a coach and a referee? Sandra, we need you to bring us to the studio. We have a coalition of association fighting for the right of riders and operators. All right, Shola, uh, let's let's plan for next week Wednesday. How, how, how does that sound? Does next week Wednesday sound okay? Uh, let's talk about it. 99.3, hello. Hello.
6: Hello.
0: Thanks for calling.
6: Yeah, my name is Christian Afion.
0: Christian, welcome.
6: Yeah, and I'm calling from Abulosh Waterside in Ikara Island area.
0: Good to have you on the show. Go ahead.
6: You see, I don't have much to say. i Just have a little to tip in. Okay. Thank you. First of all, for your good works. Oh, thank I've you. i listening to you since all this while. Thank you. But you see, in my own side anybody that, we, that will be elected in comes
4: 2023,
6: mm-hmm. my own idea is that that person should block the ra- the road that the present president opened for Ninja to Nigeria. as exactly what Donald Trump did in America. Why? Should, yes. Why?
0: Why, yes.
6: Yes, if you look at what is happening today in Nigeria, the rate, the, 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 the rate of all this Ninja, Mali chat we are having in the next 10 years they will take over Nigeria from us claiming that they are not why they are not not no, I'm but... walking in a I'm working in a place I'm speaking out of experience mm-hmm. I'm working in a place I'm in security I'm working in a place of which they have almost dominated every area in that place. Okay. You don't know so, the
0: so, outside man. Okay, so, that, so, yes. so this is a security concern, not a business concern, but this is a business yes. show and we're talking about business right now. What you're addressing is a security concern, right? And then uh, I disagree that uh, a border should be blocked that uh, stops uh, non-Nigerians from coming in. That's xenophobic. Uh, what should happen instead is proper documentation, like happens in other parts of the world, of everybody that comes into Nigeria. If you have proper documentation of everybody coming into Nigeria, then you wouldn't have a problem identifying those who are Nigerians and those who are non-Nigerians. Anything else is xenophobia. You hate it when you go to South Africa and it happens to you. Don't preach it when you're in Nigeria. 99.3, hello.
7: Hi, Sandra. Good evening.
0: Good evening. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Mercy. Hi, Mercy. Welcome.
7: Um. Yeah, my own issue is I'm not really... A business person at the moment okay. because of registration process so I think I would want the um, incoming president incoming president mm. to work on um, the registration process okay. of businesses small businesses okay. sometimes the registration um, the money they use in registering could be way higher mm. and then people ordinary citizens gets to suffer okay. from it so maybe they reduce it to a level okay maybe it depends on the business you're doing okay and then
0: are you talking about cac registration or or just business name registration because i know that there was a time they regularized it i believe last year or two years ago i believe i even had people from kama come and talk about it on the show
7: um, Yeah, of recent, you know, these um, strike issues um, with regards to bread and all of that. Yes. So many of them are not just um, bread, Mm -hmm. not just bread. Mm -hmm. I think there was a time um, of recent, I listened to Sheriff Mm -hmm. and they had this, I think, a few months ago. Okay. Not so recent, but then a few months ago. Okay. Where people were lamenting that the rate of registration is growing like um way too much. I don't know if it's if it's been regularised and all of that. Okay. But then it's really alarming. So I think they should work on it uh, so that it could give avenue to people mm. that have good business in mind mm. to um get their business registered Mm -hmm. officially and not do illegal businesses. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for calling, Mercy. We've got uh,
0: a message here. Um, As a small business owner, I want the incoming president to completely ban illegal ubiquitous toll points across the country, particularly in the south, and put a permanent stop to the various illegal settlements, including Omonele and state government officials, who also collect all manner of tolls in the name of revenue. On federal roads, all right. Inai Kedi, thank you very much for your message. 99.3, hello, hello,
7: sandra good afternoon, good
0: afternoon, ma'am. What's your name?
7: My name is Mercy. Calling for me,
0: welcome, Mercy.
7: Yeah, so on the topic of what I would like the incoming president to do for me, in regards mm. to my business. Mm-hmm. So I'm a laundry woman. so I would like the incoming president to generate en- en- enough electricity okay. to these citizens, to enable the uh, new business people to carry out their daily jobs and duties to help them earn more income.
0: Okay.
7: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Thank you very much. That seems pretty straightforward, doesn't it? 99.3. Hello. 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 Good to have you on the show, sir. Yeah, President. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yeah, yeah
8: my name is Mr. Isa from Abalende. Welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you The major problem that I see here one, I think don't have anything to offer also. If okay. it's a private university, how many common uh, man can go that school? One. But he just say, said
0: he's a businessman and he and governance uh, yeah. needs to be run as a business. No,
8: private school is a business. It's a business.
0: Hmm. Private so, school sec- is a business exactly, and private schools yeah. are not a crime.
8: Okay. Mm. Uh, secondly. secondly all this revenue, let's say like carry good from north or carry good from east before you enter Lagos. Mm. You know how much all this uh, local government will collect for your hand before you enter Lagos? You enter Lagos so yes. all these things will make the food stock to be caught. Co- Expensive, co- okay. And the best thing for the income government to do for us is there should be the refineries. Why well, not the diesel and the petroleum, uh, petrol They're cheap mm. So then the food, we can, you can import food From anywhere to uh, many places mm. Then the, the cost of the food will reduce
0: Okay, alright, thank you very much for calling Now of course it's not true That having refinery will make the cost Of uh, diesel and fuel cheap Because uh, in countries where They have refineries They're paying way more for, for their fuel And their diesel than we're paying here in Nigeria And I'm talking about all the countries you know The US, um, Canada uh, all the countries that have oil, that have refineries, they're not paying cheaper for their fuel or for their diesel. So our problem is not that uh, our refineries are bad. In fact, if we fix our refineries and we stop paying subsidy, we may actually start paying more for our fuel and our diesel. You know, But at least that money that we're paying to import the refined products will go to something else. So there's that. There's also the extra jobs that will be provided as a result of a working refinery. But I don't even think a working refinery should would still be on our on our plate except of course we manage to elect people who have the political will to get our refineries to work but our refineries in the current state that they're in investors don't even want to buy it they're moribund you know uh we've got a message here that says um Atiku's perspective is shifting the burden away from the primary responsibility of government, which is to provide a level playing field for all the players in the building development industry. If there's power, road, good security and a good tax regime without duplicity, it would be much easier to invest in housing development for both low and high income. Also, the Lagos State government, by not centralizing the resolution of the requirement for housing development, has phenomenally segmented the business for only the rich developers. Mm, very interesting insight there thank you so much for uh, sharing that thought with us all right before i take more of your thoughts i will share very quick information with you and don't forget also coming peter b also spoke at arawa house and he talked about improving a particular kind of business i'll tell you what kind of business after this break
9: Hello, good evening. So today's awards, 20, 19th of October 2022. And so it's three days left for uh, the completion of the cocktail week, which starts started on the 14th of October to 22nd of October. And courtesy of Mastercard, you're giving you an opportunity to create a masterpiece of okay, I don't know if this actually works but fun with your squad. Now you get to create more priceless moments with Mixology at its finest and signature cocktails specially curated for you at the best bars and Restaurant in this Lagos. So call your friends, okay? Tell them that drinks are on you this cocktail week, all right? Now, for details on participating restaurants and bars, please visit www.lagoscocktailweek.com. www.lagoscocktailweek.com so that when next you're out, you can ask for the Mastercard cocktail menu. And when they give it to you, make sure that you pay with your Mastercard. And trust me, when you do that, you're on your way to paying or experiencing something truly priceless. All right. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: Let me me take a final message and then we'll take an even longer break but when we come back lagos Peter Obi spoke at Arawa House. He talked about improving agri-business in Nigeria. Specifically, he talked about his plan to help farmers mechanize. I'll give you details of what he said after we come back from a break. But right now, this message here from Aikini Gondo says, "Uh, Sandra, I want the incoming president to open importation of all edibles to curb food scarcity. All right. Uh, Thank you very much for your message. All right. We'll take that break when we come back let's talk about pto b's plan for businesses don't forget i'm still taking your thoughts about well what you'd like the incoming president to do for your own particular industry but i'm also asking what would the costs uh be the actual costs for low-cost housing be we need good numbers to assess uh, uh, um, um, this particular plan properly what does it cost to build a low income home what does it cost to build a luxury home what's the cost difference to a developer do you believe that enough nigerians can afford the cheaper homes If you're a developer, would a tax break, how much of a tax break would you need to make you switch from luxury homes or high-range homes to low-cost housing? I'm Sandra Ezequestli S. Ezequestli on social media. Don't go away. PtoB's plan for your business coming up.
9: 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk.
0: I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is the realest business show on the radio. You earn a living. You probably own a business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you?
1: Today on the show, the billion-dollar valuation of and Broad does.
0: Let's talk about the stock market and alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded an all-time high of and Balogun Street. The maximum I will spend on fuel on. Hmm. On Balogo and Broad Wednesdays at five. How will the candidates proposed policies affect your business? According to EFINA's 2020 financial services survey, there were 46.4 million small business owners in Nigeria. So, tens of millions of people who, apart from being voters, are also business owners. Which means that when you're deciding how to cast your vote, you are not just thinking about security, healthcare, education, you're also thinking about your livelihood each candidate's policy could affect your livelihood we all saw how closing the borders affected the livelihood of multiple people we all saw how our inability to have a unified uh, currency exchange rate has affected the businesses of so many people policies affect business politics who you vote matters for your business. So on Balogu and Broad today, we're looking at some of the campaign promises um, from the candidates uh, to the business community. Before the break, we take, took a look at Atiku's low-cost housing promise or low-cost housing suggestion or idea. If you missed it, let me play it again for you.
2: Right now, if you are talking about housing, there is an oversupply of housing in Abuja. You know why? Simply because there is money laundry. But the oversupply of housing is not housing that caters for the ordinary man, for the poor man. What you can do is to identify those investors in housing. Come. Yeah, you are building houses for medium and high income groups. I want you to build houses for low income. These people who don't have housing. If you build, if you build the houses, I will give you a tax incentive. I will give you this, I will give you that. They will do it. They will do it. The point is that... Well, uh, pardon me, if I'm approaching governance like a businessman. I am a businessman. But, governance nowadays is managing business. If you don't know how to manage business, don't get involved in governance. Because you will be a failure.
0: All right, Peter Obi also spoke at Ariwa House. He talked about improving agribusiness in Nigeria. Specifically, he talked about his plan to help farmers mechanize. If you can watch us live, we are streaming on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're also on YouTube, Nigeria Info Firm. Here's what Peter Obi had to say. So first of all, with Peter Obi's comments, I have a question for those of you who are in the agric space, especially in the farming business directly. Farmers, do you agree with Obi that lack of mechanization is one of the major things holding businesses back? will access to tractors improve farm outputs if you're a farmer i want to hear from you obi says that he's going to get all the banks the federal the state governments to buy shares in the bank of agriculture then the bank of industry will use that money to give loan to farmers so I want us to talk about the Bank of Agriculture. Again, this is a question for those of you in the agric space. What are the biggest problems with the Bank of Agriculture and the Bank of, industri- of Industry? Is it a lack of funding? Um, are there other problems there? I'm asking because it's important to know whether Obi has properly assessed the situation or whether he sug- he's you know, suggesting oh, just throw money at the problem. Obi also said he'll make sure that the loans from the Bank of uh, of Agriculture go to actual farmers. He's referring to the problem that currently exists where government loans and grants for farmers end up going to briefcase farmers. That's what they're called. The CBN has a serious problem with uh, Uncle Uncle uh, borrower scheme, for example. I mentioned that yesterday. But um, w- what I really want to know from those of you in the agri industry, how does loan disbursement currently work? What are, what are the loopholes that currently make it easy to divert all that money to non-farmers? Do you think it's realistic for a president to say that they're going to put measures in place to stop it? thinking about it it's a problem that comes down to identity management right just like one of the callers who called in to talk about security and people coming into the country it's about identity management again and gis management to know who owns what land GIS is a ge- uh, geographical information system systems i i think i have to google and be sure but i think that's what it means but it's what they use at the state land offices to track real estate transactions we need tighter systems in place to identify farmland to verify farmer uh, farmers identities verify the connection between a verified farmer and a verified farmland All of that information has to be tied to the financial system so that we know that the loans are going to the right people. But again, I need those in that industry to give me a call and talk to me about this. Those of you in the space, I want to know if you think that that's the problem that needs to be tackled. Again, we're keeping it. Business. We're not talking policy on this uh, on this segment today, right? We're not um, looking at the policy angle. We're looking specifically at um, the business policy side of this conversation. Yes, I know that security is an issue, electricity, all those things. Are here, but you know, perhaps electricity is not security. It's part of the business policy side. And here you have Obi saying, "Well, we need mechanized farming. That's what uh, the main problem is." What do you think 0700993-993-993. do you agree with obi that lack of mechanization is one of the major things holding your agric business back do you think that access to tractors will improve farm outputs what are the biggest problems with the bank of of agriculture is it a lack of funding are there other problems there 0700-993-993-993 for men, women call us on zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Hello, thank you for calling us. Yes, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, this is the line. Are you hearing me? Yes, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, what is
10: there as regards to mm. farming? Farming is not an easy task for an individual. Sometimes I yearly, sometimes I three year. Let me cash crop like cocoa orange all those things then those ones the government need to embark on that but what what happened to a farm settlement there they will employ people they may not get the profit for that year in less than two years there will be a lot of money and a lot of food because of the settlement mm. so and the farm settlement does not require people trekking or carrying people from a long distance to there. Mm. Those low-cost houses we were talking about, mm-hmm. like using local resources, like Tancane back to cast pillar. that's why it's very effective. Mm. Using a uh, road Puerto back to cast uh, the decking, mm. and then roof it with a uh, handbag store instead of looking for uh, aluminum which are very expensive best so they should be able to start local resources to build houses
0: okay. hello okay all right thank you uh, for
10: instance mm. we in those days during the time of bermudia mm-hmm. there was a lot of farm settlement of aggregate yeah okay what is the purpose of ministry of agri
0: mm. if they cannot implement enough food to the nation. I'm hearing you. Thank you so much for calling us, Ms. Ibe. I wouldn't recommend asbestos in anybody's house. It's very carcinogenic. It's unhealthy if it's in your house. Um, I, you know, you shouldn't be. Uh, by the way, the uh, final 15 minutes of this show is brought to you by Codros. Uh, Codros is an investment organization. Uh, I wish they were in here today to tell you a bit more about um, investing and the different things, that, the, the, the different instruments that you can invest through. They are sponsors right here on Balogun Broad. So let's take a message from Kodros and then I'll come right back
1: to taking your calls. Everyone has a desire to succeed in life. From the moment we utter our first words, curiosity gets a better part of us and our quest for knowledge leads on a path to learn more, achieve more, acquire more. We desire to grow. You desire to be more than just a top graduating student or the employee of the month. You desire to take your income further. What if you had a partner that is committed to helping you grow? A partner like Cordras Group that has a reputation for wealth creation. With our team of experts in securities trading, financial advisory, asset management, insurance brokerage, trusteeship, and registrar services, we guarantee a bouquet of customized solutions that add value to your specific needs and goals. In your quest to grow and achieve more, we are your trusted partner, staying with you every step of the way. Call 0700-267-3767 or visit www.cordras.com to start investing. Thank you very welcome much. to Codras, your growth partner.
0: Thank you very much, Codras, for sponsoring uh, the final 15 minutes of today's Balogun and Broad. 99.3, hello. 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 Thank you for calling. What's your name, sir?
8: Uh, good evening. Good My evening. name is Godwin.
0: Godwin, welcome.
8: Yes, I'm calling from Lakey area.
0: Good to have you on the show. Go ahead, Godwin.
8: Yeah, I'm a farmer. so Okay. Um, and um, I'm a leader of one of the farming group in Lagos. Okay. So I'm um, talking about uh, loan, hmm. not getting to the farmer. Actual directly. farmers, right. Uh, that is one of the problems. If you look at uh, last week... I had an interview with uh, Nann, that's mm. the news agency of Nigeria. Yes, and I also spoke with that, that. that is one of the problems because when we look at uh, uh, the indices of uh, what uh, governments have really read out in terms of our Greek, they are in hundreds of billions. Right, and as we speak, this money don't come to the real farmers. Right, and I remember like you made mention of the Anchor Borrowers Program. Right. When they were, when they wanted to start, we had a meeting with CBN. Uh, we gave them our template. They, they wanted us to use their own template, and we said it's not going to work. Right. Because um, it's just like the farmers' laboring for for some people. On the long run, they went behind us and did it, and the thing did not work. So, and uh, they were looking for people that uh, took the loan. I don't know how they go about it. Okay. So what we are asking uh, the government to do is for them to reach out to some of these formidable associations. Hmm. They know they are farmers. They can bring them out in terms of if there's any violation and all those stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: So you don't give uh, loans to portfolio uh, farmers.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: And on um, and the long run, the rich farmers are not getting Okay, so right. Look at, for instance,
4: tomato, right. right. mm-hmm.
8: Botswana, mm-hmm. very small country. Mm-hmm. They supplied Ghana uh, last year. They supplied about uh, uh, $40 billion
4: right.
8: worth of tomato to Ghana.
4: Right,
8: and We have the space, we have the land, we have the technology, we have everything.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: You go to my 12, you see tomato rotting and all those stuff. Mm. So, what are we talking about? So, you so have government, so, the so, new so, government that is coming mm-hmm. to up its game mm-hmm. and ensure. And I want to align with what. Uh, uh, what's it called? What the Peter will be saying. Okay. We can feed we can feed Africa. We can feed the world. Okay. We have the land, we have the manpower and everything.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling us. We appreciate it, sir. We've got a message here on uh, WhatsApp. Uh, Peter Obi's approach to improve agriculture and increase food production through mechanized farming is too far-reaching. This is because, as yet, Nigeria doesn't have the basic requirements for mechanized farming available to all farmers. How will he resolve the legal restraint from land-use laws that give government ownership of lands rather than the owners and farmers? Are farmers going to keep farming with the natural breeds or go in favor of gmos will his government be subsidizing for farmers the cost of purchasing farming machineries i wonder how presidential candidate PTOB will power the farms and machinery required for mechanized farming will he be using helicopter to freight the farm produce to the urban areas because the roads are obviously not going to fix itself how will the loans be administered and monitored pto needs to break his policies down in light of the nigerian realities I don't know who this gentleman is, but I really love your contributions on WhatsApp. Thank you very much for making them says, the most important thing is to bring interest rate low and make credit facility available. Thank you very much. We've got uh, Remy from Akoka who says, Sandra, I beg to differ. Not all countries with refineries pay higher pump prices. Kindly check the amount of diesel being sold in Iran for confirmation. So the question is, what is Iran doing differently? Imagine our foreign refineries are working optimally and we have a government who has the interests of the masses at heart. We'll be buying diesel, PMS, kerosene, gas, way less than the crazy amount we're buying now. I want a president who is prudent, who has the capacity to handle our economy, education, security, diversity, and foreign affairs. For the opting's time, vote wisely because elections have consequences. Remy from Akoka with our message there. We've got somebody uh, from Ajah. She says, I'm into skincare and wellness. What I want are 247 electricity because my business is heavily reliant on power. I also want a president who will stabilize the economy so that there'll be a boom Will will bring more jobs more jobs means more people have money more money means more people will patronize small businesses like mine so that we don't shut down uh, there are many businesses shutting down right now due to low or no patronage okay uh thank you very much for your message Ah, we've got uh, two minutes. Uh, how many calls can I take in two minutes? How many thoughts can I take in two minutes? Not a lot. So let's take this message here on um, Facebook. Jimmy Lomack says, my request for the incoming administration is to curb the excess taxation on the highway, most especially on farm produce. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure you noticed that I don't have um, Tinubu's business uh, suggestions or policies yet because because he hasn't shared them yet as soon as he does just like i shared his um um thoughts on climate change yesterday i'll share that as well but keep it here if you want to hear insightful um in-depth analysis of some of the policies that these candidates are putting forward next week we're going to focus a lot on the lagos